Grace, how's everyone doing? I hope you guys like my music taste. <laughs> I'm just trying to make this episode really casual and chill for you know Friday night. So today's topic is about they fake life. And before we get started, I want to share a side story. So I've been seeing a lot of e-learning websites, ads on YouTube, Instagram, Google search. They're all over the place. I mean, all these businesses—they have a very clear target market. Twenty million Americans lost their jobs due to COVID nineteen, and I'm pretty sure it's the same case in China. But sadly, we don't have a very specific number now. So I checked some of these websites, and most of them—they don't have course breakdowns and、uh, the structure of learning process. I feel they are more like. YouTube videos, you know the founders, you know the founders were sitting there and talk about, you know, his success and、uh, you know life stories stuff like that, and it's really most of them they are so expensive like they are all thousand bucks. A lot of families are experiencing the worst financial crisis in their life, and all these websites were trying to rip them off. I'm sure there might be some really useful ones, but I hope everyone could be really considerate and thoughtful on the money they're spending now in this very particular difficult time. There are some well-developed and cost-effective online courses out there. Personally, I would recommend Udemy, Udacity, and for some people who are into coding, Code Academy works too. And I'm having a a second thought. On LinkedIn Learning, like it's not completely useless, but it's not that useful either. So LinkedIn, do you hear me? You guys gotta work on that. So for these online programs, you can see the details of the course and the breakdowns and the testimonials. And I know it has been a really difficult time for the people who have been laid off, pay cut. But please don't give up on hope. We're going through this together. Oh, there's a story. So I'm mad. They best no one of Uber driver in the world last summer. Like literally, that was they best ride in my life. So me and my friend was on Treasure Island. For you guys who may not know, Treasure Island is somewhere in between. Treasure Island is somewhere in between San Francisco City and Berkeley, and it was like in the middle of nowhere. And it took her fifteen minutes to find us on Treasure Island because the navigation on Uber was acting dumb that day. But she was just so patient and so nice. She didn't cancel on us because she knew how hard it would be to get another Uber on Treasure Island. The second when I hopped in her car, I knew exactly I like this person. Like you can sense the atmosphere. You can tell when you know when someone is. A happy person, a positive person, and we were singing "Sign of the Times" out loud in her car. So we started to chat, and I had a glimpse of her life. So she was forty, a single mom of three. She was working three different jobs, fifteen hours per day, every day in a row, no weekends. 
But guess what? She just got herself into Berkeley that summer, and her first semester is starting soon. She was just, you know, being kind, being nice, and sharing this exciting news with us. But the second, I was so motivated, impressed, and inspired by her. I couldn't imagine how long she has been saving, and how difficult and how hard she was working. And it's a true story. It's not a story from a movie. It's a true story. That person was next to me. The point of this story is that I want to tell everyone: it's never ever too late to empower yourself. It's never too late, guys. Please have some hope. And that is the best ride I've ever had. So back to the topic. Let's talk about the fake life part one. My experience of being called fake. Well, I dislike this word fake. I hate it. I I hate it so much. But I'm very familiar with this word because I've been called fake by some people that I loved once in my life, a couple of times, not just once. And it really hurts. I'd rather to be told to fuck off than being called fake. So I was confused and painful for a long time in my life. I was wondering, Grace, are you really a selfish person? Do you even care how people feel? I was really confused, and now I realized, no, I was not. Mm-mm, not at all. I'm trying my best to stay honest and open to everyone in my life as much as I can. You can say whatever you want, but I disagree with your words. I'm a pretty extreme person. Like, if I ever like someone in my life, I love them with my heart and soul. If I dislike someone in my life, most probably I would never like this person. I think sometimes I do make people. Feel that I don't care them enough. Feel like I'm trying to hide something from them, because sometimes I was not there for them. Even though when I was free, I want to keep some certain things in my life to myself. I'm the kind of person who'd always reserve a single room when I was traveling with a group of people, because I would always need half of the day or a couple of hours to be alone. Like, I would tell my friends, "Hey, you guys, you know." You guys go hang out, enjoy the city, explore, do whatever you want. But I really, really need this me time, like please, like desperately. That's the reason. I need my me time, my privacy, my own little world. The most people around me. You know, guys. <laughs> growing up as a Chinese, I was not even allowed to lock my door when I was a kid. So as long as I was independent, I valued this a lot. There are so many things in my life that can be only done when I'm alone. So I need it. I need this me time, privacy, my little own world, a lot. I know that we are living in a transparent world right now. You know, Facebook and Google and all the social medias are listening to our daily convo. But I still want to do as much as I can to define my own little word. I need this word so much in my life. I'm really, really sorry if I ever hurt your feelings. I never intended to. 
I never intended to hurt anyone in my life. But I would never be apologetic to define my own right. That's my right to have my own privacy. I know there are some people are having trouble setting boundaries in their lives. But these boundaries are essential. We need these boundaries with our boss, co-workers, friends, families, or even partners. We need to set the boundaries up before things really go south. And thanks God, I haven't been called fake for a while in my life. So fingers crossed, please, like, I really hate this word and it really hurts if it was from someone you loved. So that's my story of my fake life. I believe that everyone is independent. Everyone in the world is a free bird. So don't be afraid of setting boundaries up. It helps us to define our right. There's nothing wrong with that. So let's get to part two. I want to talk about fake contents on social media. So social media has always been a controversial topic for a long. I have some influencer friends who are friends in real life. I love them. They're all great people. But every time, I could always find some negative comments under their feed or YouTube videos. There are people commenting like, uh, this, this content is bullshit and uh, this is all fake and blah, blah, just trying to and just spreading the hate all over the place. And most of my friends would just try to kill them with kindness. They would, you know, reply these heart emojis and hugs, blah, 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 blah. But that's not my way to deal with it. So when I was experiencing hate from strangers in my life, most of the time I would just ignore them. Like I would turn on my Zen mode and just, you know, be laid back. Because there could be so many reasons. You don't know what happened to this stranger. Maybe they just had a really, really bad day and they need it. They need that moment to just let it out. Or it might be this person's childhood, you know, their parents, educational life. It might be anything. And I don't have, I don't believe that a 10 minutes combo can re-educate this guy. I just feel like I don't have this time to change someone. So that's my way dealing with hate in life in general. I'm not sure if it is applicable to everyone, but that's my way dealing with hate in my life. And uh, one thing I might not understand is if they really hate, you know, all these platforms, why they are still on this platform. Personally, I love social medias. I love the way how it connects everyone and it inspires people on a work level. It's amazing. I appreciate how the creatives are spending tons of effort to make good contents for us every day. I admire their profession and enthusiasm because making consistent great contents requires a lot of dedication. It's a very hard and time-consuming job. I do know contents are contents. Real life is real life. I mean, there must be a reason why, you know, Instagram is not called life. Because it's just totally, it's just two things. It's totally different, guys. Contents are made by people, for people. You know what I mean? It's, you know, social media is just a platform. It's just a tool. 
Instagram was firstly funded for artists only. I'm never confused about social media in real life. It's just <laughs> there are two things, right? Yeah, contents. You know, contents were from life, but real life is real life. Like for me, I never really get confused about social media in life. I never felt、um, upside about the contents I saw every day. But I do know there are some people feel like social media is hurting their mental health, and being on social media is such a self sabotaging for them. They felt insecure and unconfident, and I want to acknowledge them all. Guys, I promise you, I swear on on my handbags. So you know, I'm really, really serious. I want you all to know. Everyone's life sucks most of the time. Everyone has to go through the ups and downs. There's nothing like a perfect life. There's never ever. A perfect life, never. So you are not alone. We are doing this together. We are doing this together. Everyone is trying their best to just live. I admire that. That's really amazing. That's why us, the human beings, could change the world. And please just do remember, you would always be the most beautiful, the most intelligent, the most amazing person in the world, in your mom's eyes. And that's all it matters. That's all it matters, right? I hope nobody would ever be mentally suffering from social media, because you know it's just a tool. It's a platform. It's a platform made for us. Don't let it rule you. Never let it rule you. Okay. So for the ending today, I'm gonna read you guys some mission statements. My favorite moment. <laughs> All right, here we go. So the mission of Facebook is to give people the power to build community and bring the world closer together. The mission of Instagram is to capture and share the world's moments. And here comes my favorite: the mission of Snapchat is that they contribute to human progress by empowering people to express themselves, living the moment. Learn about the world and have fun together. That's so beautiful. Great job, Snapchat. All right, that's all for today. I hope you guys all stay physically and mentally healthy. I'll chat with you guys later. See you in the next episode. Bye. Love you.